I've always tried to live a long life. Um, and what I found was that when I went to Oregon, my life expectancy was very short because I faced some of the most racist people in the Department of Veterans Affairs, Salem, Oregon, the VA in Portland, Oregon, neurologists, urologists, and patient advocate, some guy named I think it was Brian who the doctor brought in there. And um, my psychologist, uh, my supposed prime care. Um, who else? Oh, can't forget about the emergency room where they tried to take my life. But uh, what I'm doing is I'm going to tell a story. A story of epic trail, an epic trail of racism in the medical industry in Oregon. VA, Oregon State, Oregon Hospital, what is that, O-S-H-U, O-H-S-U, O-H-O-S, Oregon Health and Science University up in Portland. And not only, I won't only tell you, but I'm also gonna let you hear some of the people that I actually recorded throughout this event. Um, let me tell you a little bit about myself first. I'm a bulldogger or White people call it boom docking. I do it on the fly, I do it on a budget. So, and I do it the black way. I can't find myself around a lot of people, especially those with flags on their car. So I'm out in the desert after I ran from Oregon. But I'm 66 years old, black, disabled veteran. And I'm from New Orleans. On six minutes to six, June the 16th, 1956. You know, I used to be scared of that number, but <laughs> I'm not scared of it anyway. But I was born in New Orleans, and six months after my birth, my family moved to Desire Housing Project. Now, a lot of people don't know Desire was named after the first slave ship in this country. <laughs> Ain't that a fucking joke they played on us? So uh, I'm going to let you hear the voices. I'm going to tell you everything. Uh, I wish there was a way. I'm going to find a way to actually uh, uh, put the uh, paperwork on because I copied everything and I recorded them. The thing is, you know, racism in this country is so bad. It's in every fabric of this country. Uh, we face it all the time. Subtle racism. Mm. Still racism. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, 
about T. Fox, my primary care in Salem. Uh, I just started seeing this person in June of 2022, just this year, in the latter part of June. I decided, you know, after hanging on a coast a while, that I need to have my uh, uh, disabilities, my back, my neck, my sinuses, all these things checked. And also, you know, get a, a, a workup on my body because I hadn't been to the doctor in a while. Now, I'm a vegan. I, I had been to the doctor in April, but that was a video conference with Dr. Spaulding, Paulding up in Ohio. He's a really great doctor. Uh, even when I tried to contact her, they stopped me. But I'm getting ahead of myself now. Uh, so I left. I, um, I got the hell out. Especially after in the emergency room, they tried to fucking kill me. I mean, they literally tried to kill me. And the thing about that, uh, I went to OHSU for an MRI rectal, ECAR rectal exam. You know, sticking a balloon up your ass with a medical instrument, blowing that balloon up. Now, I was assaulted. Oh, I was screwed up bad. When I reported it, prime care, I asked for speedy examination because of what happened. My prime care decided she's not even going to worry about me, not going to bring me in until nine days after the event. Uh, but, you know, there's a story before that. The story before that is that when I first met my prime care, um, I walk along this long glass in Salem to the clinic, you know, and walk through the vestibule, glass vestibule, to the kiosk. Kiosk wasn't working, so I went to the desk where you need to go to check in. Now, they've got three people standing there, plus the security guard, or sitting there. And I walked up there, and they act like they didn't see me. I'm six feet four. I'm skinny, but I'm still tall. And pe most people say I am imposing. Um, thing is, I stood up there, stood up there, stood up there, stood up there. None of these people recognized me. All of them white. The only one who seemed to notice me was the security guard. So I'm standing there, standing there, standing there, stood there a whole lot longer than I should have. Wasn't greeted or anything. I had to use my best baritone voice to say, I need to check in. Name, one of the white guys. Last four, that was it. Okay, that was it. Don't have a seat or anything, they'll be right with you. I'll have them let them know you checked in, da da da, nothing. Uh, but the thing was, after that, I went and sat down. You know, this subtle bullshit, you don't get used to it. If you do, you're a fool. So, I mean, usually just let that shit go and know once you go to the VA again, it's going to be the same. So you let it go. You get the hell on out of there. Do what you got to do. Take care of your business. Now, if this had been anywhere elsewhere, I'm going to spend my money. I would have walked out. They'd never see a penny of mine, and I do that. So the thing is, uh, 
As I sat down waiting to be called in the back to have my vitals and such and such taken, the uh, people coming in now are getting a greeting of a lifetime. They're making it obvious they didn't want me there. Everybody else was like old friends. They recognized them, saw them as soon as they came through the door. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Name? Numbers? I thought they knew them. And I would have knew them. I mean, they would have wouldn't have thought to it that they didn't know them if they didn't ask them their last name and their four. But um, they made it obvious, and especially the lady. Oh, she was going on. Everybody was her friend. So, I, um, I'm getting irritated now. I'm, I'm really getting irritated. I know you don't like me. Don't rub the, don't rub it in my face. I mean, let's let this shit go. You got what you wanted. You showed me. I'm not wanted. Let's let this go. Let me get the fuck on out of here. But they didn't do that. Each and every one of these people treated people who came in there like gods. Of course they were white. So I uh, go in the back and being the man I am, if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you an honest answer. How was your day, Mr. T? And I call myself Bulldog. Bulldog 666. But when she asked me how was my day, I told her honestly, my day was fine until I came into the VA and told her what happened. You never would guess what happened after that. Now, at the same time, I've got to tell you that this little lady, T. Fox, walked in there with a skirt so fucking short and she's sitting there, keep pulling at it. Now, we all know hands, people follow hands when conversation. And she keep on pulling at a skirt, pulling at a skirt. And I'm like, this is crazy. I tilted my head to make sure I don't follow her hand. And I tried to discuss what was going on after I told her about the incident up front. Uh, now I asked for certain things. Look, I am vegan. I've been vegan for a while. I've been vegan for years. Now, one thing about my veganism, I chose it because I wanted to have a longer life. I, 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 I know uh, uh, the benefits of being a vegan. I don't have to take high blood pressure. I don't have to uh, uh, do a lot of things people my age have to do. And I can still get a hard on. Uh, with the right person. So, the thing is, I took pretty good care of myself. If anybody, I, anytime I went to the doctor, it was actually them who was on my team. I wasn't on their team. I expect the doctor to listen to me and follow me. Dr. Spaulding done it, Paulding done it in Ohio. I had another little doctor in, oh uh, God, where was this, New Orleans? She's from Guyana. Qatar, and I forget her name, a little bit of short little thing, but they were great. They listened to me and worked with me on my health. Didn't dictate what I had to do, but the thing is, I, uh,
I had good doctors in the VA, and I've had bad doctors. And in, in El Paso, I had a doctor, Anaya, hadn't touched me in three years. So when I made a comment about that on these little cars they leave, I'm not going to make a comment and not put my name on it. I want you to know who done this. The thing was, I put my name on it, and I caught hell. I ended up leaving El Paso because my health care wasn't sufficient after that. They started sending me all over the city, and I live right down the street from the VA, and I moved there intentionally for that. And they started sending me all over the city, outsourcing my health care then. So I left. I left, went up to Ohio. Or went traveling around again, ended up back home in New Orleans for a little while. They left because of the crime. But the thing is, I, uh, thing is, I, uh, was trying to talk to her about things, but I ended up seeing a psychologist, you know, when I told my prime care that, uh, I never got my back looked at, my neck looked at. Never got my knees looked at. She did my ankles and feet. Uh, sent me to have x-rays, took blood. But on that first appointment, I got, after that first appointment, rather, I got a call from a psychologist. Got it? I'm like, excuse me? And, well, you was referred to me by your prime care. And I told her the story. I told her what the hell happened. And I say, isn't that crazy that I've got to see or talk to a psychologist when I done nothing wrong? See, my thing is, I've talked to psychologists before. I talked to many of them. They ain't got shit. I I don't trust a mental health profession. For one, these psychologists try to talk you into being okay with the racism. They want to teach you how to get along with it, <laughs> how to deal with it, instead of the group of psychologists, mental health specialists standing up and saying, hey, you know, black folks really got some real serious issues because of us. But they don't say that. They only worry about white mental health issues. So, I, uh, I, always find it hard to deal with the psychologists and I don't deal with them and I let them know, you know, and thing is, it's just crazy. But in me trying to report a crime, you know, these people we call heroes. Oh my God, they're not heroes. We give them, we give them titles undeserving titles, heroes. I've been in the VA healthcare system forever. I've seen a couple of heroes. You know who actually are heroes? People who do things not for pay. If you're getting paid, how the hell are you a hero? Heroes were these people who went through Katrina and made sure other people were eating when the government didn't come around. Heroes was my daddy. And every other man in that project, when that water got high for days, had to go out there and find something to eat for us. And they did. 
And it came back and shared it with the whole neighborhood. You hear me? That's heroes. Heroes act. Not trained to be act. They may be even be trained, but heroes act. If you're getting paid and you got all this equipment and you've been trained, you're not a hero. You're an employee. You're a public employee. Even doctors. So to give them that title of hero, oh, I've never seen a damn hospital where I was comfortable in, really. And they really scare me in hospitals. So that title they give them is just unwarranted. Um, I've got a little things. I made some notes of things I want to talk about, or rather what I want to do. And, uh, yeah, that last thing, you know, like the heroes, it always caused me to shake my head uh, because we, we know the difference between true health care and this little petty shit they give us. How many of us have died in emergency rooms just sitting there waiting for help? How many of us have been turned away and sent home and then died? How many go into hospitals? I've seen so many men my age and younger go into hospitals and don't come out. So I decided a long time ago to take care of myself and never go under the knife. Now that procedure I had at OSU, where this sadistic motherfucker pretty much fucked me with a medical instrument without any lube. And when I reported that shit, Oh, fuck. This nigga here, I committed a crime. And I had so, so many people against me. Uh, I consider myself pretty healthy for my age. I am. I give up them cigarettes, I'll be all right. Get my teeth fixed, I'll be all right. And that's what I was planning on doing up in Oregon when I stopped. Uh, You know, it's like I say, Oregon is a screwed up state and I made a mistake by going into the interior. I was good on the coast and I went up there only because it was summertime. It got beautiful weather up there in the summertime, 60, 70 degrees, cloudy a lot on the coast, but shit if it's not nice. And I enjoyed it because I can't take heat. I um, ended up trying to get into VASH or did get into VASH. And that's why I had to get into the healthcare system there, which, you know, I didn't mind. I've been in the VA before. I, I do the VA. It's a promise they made to us soldiers. Uh, so, but what I find in the VA, in the government agency, where they're getting tax dollars to perform a duty. And when they take and do everything in their power not to give a single person what's expected, they committed a crime. So the thing is, I've uh, after that first visit, to my prime care, you know, urologist department and everything else that sent me to uh, OSU for this, OSHU, OHSU for this examination. And uh, 
tried to report it and I uh, ended up hurt. And to tell you the truth, I am truly, truly lucky to be alive because after my doctor sent me, decided finally nine days later after the event, even though I requested uh, a swift examination and I needed guidance on how to report this, I thought I would get it. And then when I did see them, she was supposed to report it. She said she did. She said she was. She said, I'm unbelievable, and you will hear her. And I'm, 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 I'm not embarrassed, because by the time I got to this lady, I was an emotional wreck. I was devastated. I bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled. And the thing about that is I, I was sent to the emergency room where they assaulted me again. They devalued my life, said I didn't have a prime care when actually my prime care was the one who sent me there. But my prime care was in contact with all of this and my prime care was in contact with all these people. And my prime care took it upon herself to try to kill a nigga. So, I, uh, I'm gonna go ahead on and start this podcast like this. I'm uh, gonna start hopefully tomorrow and um, start leaving information. Uh, again, I like to say a lot of people know me as Mo. A lot of people know me as all kind of names. You know, people love giving nicknames. Uh, but I pick up the nickname myself, Bulldog. I've been married six times. I, uh, <laughs> all them called you Boo, huh? Hey, Boo. Hey, Boo. And my girl Lillian, my wife Lillian, she had a dog, Boo Dog, and I just became Boo Dog, big black dog, and Boo Dog was the shit. I've done a whole thing on Boo Dog. We was trying to start a thing on Boo Dog. Um, Boo Dog, Limo Sunrise. I started my own publishing company because I couldn't get a book published in search of God through this nigger's eyes. And I'm gonna have to drop that uh, book in here one day so you can actually see it. Uh, another thing is I, um, I'm afraid in this country. I, I truly am afraid. I, I run into racism. Like now I'm in Yuma. I'm in a desert actually. I'm in between Yuma and California. I'm uh, right over on the California side because there's not as many American flags flying with those boondockers. I'm on the California side, rather. And um, I'm up on uh, Ogilvy Road, and I sleep in my van. Why? I settle, I call myself going in and settling down and spend a couple of years, get my money together so I could leave the country. 
because I, I, I really can't take it. And I ended up in Corvallis. Oh, fuck a duck. That was one of the worst places for black men. I mean, even when the college kids came back to school, you know, in a, a, a sorted bunch, an assorted bunch, and, you know, I get more kids speaking to me instead of, you know, walking straight at me, trying to run me off the sidewalk and different things. But it still didn't change. I mean, thank you kids there who did say, good morning, good morning, hey, how you doing? Without even knowing me. And I knew you weren't from there. Not from Cavallis. Because the people in Cavallis are really fucked. That is one place I've seen where they stop for more people in the car. And I got to get some kind of channel to show you all this shit. But damn if I didn't get ran over a whole bunch there walking my dog. And I have to walk my dog. Plus, I walk. I'm a walker. I walk five miles a day. But after that procedure, I couldn't walk a fucking block. You hear me? After I went to the emergency room, I was poisoned. And my doctor tried to cover it up. And wouldn't that give me a straight answer about Latticane? Now, I need everybody who's listening to this, look up Latticane and see the warnings about putting that shit up your rectum. And you will hear this nurse telling me, cooing me, talking sweet to me as she tried to kill me. You will hear the doctor racially. Well, how do they say that? Uh, fuck. He told. He called me a fucking monkey. Uh, I, I again. I am vegan. I'm regular. And when I first went in there, it's about my belly, this, that, all, trying to say I was constipated. I mean, not saying I was constipated, but they took. Fumes, they supposed to be took x-rays. But they showed me a fume of somebody full of shit. I say, that's not me. That is not me. I shit three times yesterday. So, no, that's not me. Don't my ass hurt. I do shit. And I had to hold that shit because it was hurting so bad. And then when it finally came out, I shit three times that day. So, thing is the doctor in the emergency room the nurse they racially profiled me tried to kill me and my doctor fucking knew because when it came time to have this appointment with my urologist she actually um, she didn't even know what happened did not know single thing, thing that happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go ahead uh, chronologically lay this out an attempt on a man's life. Black man, white man, it don't matter. It needs to be handled. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start this just like this. Uh, seemed like I got 27 minutes right now. I didn't realize I was going to talk this long. But I'm here now, and I'm going to push this shit out. And I just need everybody to know. I'm Bo Budal666, and I'm going to get them motherfuckers. I need 
people to spread this around because I know I wasn't the only one. This guy did this shit to us. And don't be embarrassed to get a sadistic motherfucker out of the way. He has no business. My doctor has no business. The nurses have no business. The psychologist has no business. The patient advocate has no business. The emergency room doctor, nurses at both emergency rooms have no business in medicine if they can't practice the same medicine on everybody. Now, instead of them calling me in early to prove me wrong, they decided not to do anything, just stuck covering shit up in the beginning. So I'm going to have to. Um, push this shit out there. I've already sent 34 letters to different organizations, half a dozen or a dozen emails, and I've got minimum response back. I've called the police. Portland. I left the state because I know they didn't lace my patient summary, my files with all kind of shit. And they could have me, could have had me committed. They didn't put PTSD in my files. Never even told me about it. They didn't put extreme anxiety in my file. Never told me about it. Yeah, they know I've got mental health issues. They, they say it, mild depression. Anything from moderate to mild depression, but that's all we ever talked about. But here it is, PTS, and I've got printed copies of all that. They didn't know who they were fucking with. I knew from my doctor's first reaction that I might be in trouble, but didn't really think it. And I wish I had done more. Now, the reason I didn't record inside OSHU, because they gave me a lock on the outside and I could not bring a damn thing in there. So, I'm, uh, I'm really anxious about this now. I want to do this. Uh, I got in contact with the uh, VA Inspector General. I've got in contact, I gave a letter to the Air Force. I've contacted the state police. Now, after I left the state, I ran out. I ran like a nigga looking for freedom. I ran because I know what was coming. If they done all of this to me collectively, over a dozen fucking people, and then if I would have ended up dead, so what? Because in my files at the hospital, which no longer exists, they wipe clean OHSU and emergency room. I cannot find them. You can't find them now, but I did find them in the beginning. They got printed copies. Not at OHSU. That's been gone. That's been covered up. Covered that up the second day when I reported the shit. For some reason. So, when I left the state, as soon as I got over the border into California, I called the state police to try to report the crime that happened at a state facility. This fucker listened to me halfway and transferred it. I got him on record. Transferred me to a young lady on 911. Even after I told him. From 911, I got transferred to the police bureau. Police bureau, 
this little dick Chad, he think he's smart ass. I got you, Chad. People gonna hear how you talk to a fucking person trying to report a crime. Then I talk to Chad, and then I, uh, 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 he tell me I got to go back to where the fucking crime happened. I got to go to OHU police. And I question that. I'm trying to report a crime that happened there. And he want to get a, be a smart ass. And I'm like, okay, I should tell you. I'm recording you. And the shit changed. He became the most helpful person then. I wasn't a nigga no more. I was a nigga, but I was a smart nigga then. So, send me the OHSU. I'm talking to Marshall. I tell Marshall the whole fucking story. Marshall confirmed the instrument. Now, an instrument I should have never even seen. So, because of what happened in the emergency room and me fighting this dude to get the fuck away from him, I did see this machine. But the glance on it was, but I'll get to that later. So, from OSHU police, he listened to me but couldn't take a goddamn report. What good are police if they can't take police? report. Well, I ran into the same thing in Crescent City, California when I tried to report that my damn uh, 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 generator had been stolen. And they tell me I've got to show a receipt that it was worth $500. I got her little card around here somewhere. But I am so, so, so tired of this racism in this country. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be white or anything. I'm just trying to see different places in this country. I like to see different things. I like traveling. I like moving around. I like waking up in the sunshine. You know, I like seeing the mountains one day. I like seeing the trees, the, the redwood trees. I like seeing the tall pines. I like seeing the ocean. I like the desert. I love the desert at night. I'm trying to catch some UFOs. I'm filming everything. I film everything. I got a baby cam on top of my car, filming the stars and stuff. And I think I seen a UFO the other day. See shooting stars every night. I'm comfortable here, but I wasn't ready to come here. I'm ready to come back out. I was trying to get my health taken care of. So I'm 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 here to tell you. You know, another thing, I feel like I wore, I'm behind enemy lines. You know, I, I mean, I am an American, right? But it feels like I'm not. Feels like I'm behind enemy lines. And when they do decide to talk to me, you know, it's out of curiosity. They usually come up to me and say, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm representing the whole black race and they want to ask me stuff. And when I put them straight, like, why do blacks run from the police? I say, well, why do whites run from the police? And I give them another question. Why whites don't get shot running from the police? I've talked to a Mexican the other day, I, I, a Chicano Mexican. And this dude is so fucked up. Carlos with the beagle, oh, he is fucked up. He's worse. They're worse than white people. See, everybody think they could tell blacks what's the problem. 
you know, look, he, he kids kids in jail because they want easy money. Kids in jail because they want to survive. They want money. Kids in jail because y'all make it easy for them to go in neighborhoods in black areas and commit crimes. You don't police it, white or black police. And it's a shame. The cities are a fucking wreck. I cannot live in the cities. Why? The crime is out of hand. I was in, what was this, uh, Mobile, visiting my grandson. And I'd be fucked if these kids didn't try to rob me three, four times. You hear? We've got to stop this shit. we got to stop killing each other. You're killing the army. You're killing a fucking army. 6,000 a year times 10 years, that's 60,000. Just think about all the babies and shit that could come from that. And in 20 years, in 10 years, you got an army. You got an army now, but you're killing them. You're killing what's going to change. You know, the rest of the world, the rest of the black world, look us at us Americans like we some of the dumbest fuckers. And you know what? We've proven to be fucked. Because we let them dictate the progress our race takes. Even though when we were a progressive race, had all of these different cities, Greenwood and Greenville was just one Greenwood was just one of thousands that they tore down. Imagine that. They tore that shit down in the early days. Imagine what they would be like today. And what happened to all the land? What happened to all the property? Nobody never reimbursed blacks for this fucking racist loss we go through all the time. Nobody reimbursed us for the fucking prejudice, the withholding of jobs, decent jobs. You know, nobody, nobody. But they want to tell us how we should be. So I think the thing about that is... Uh, we should determine for ourselves. And I ain't talking about in this political system because it's against us. Not in the medical because that's against us. It's all against, this country has a problem with black folk. They need us. Their economy is based on us. The prisons, health care, Justice Department. Uh, uh, you can name a few more. Uh, the court system. It's all based on us. That's where they make their money. Even the cities. You know, they come into them cities. Y'all all see them. You see the fucking white eyes of the snake coming into the city on the highway. Working his way through the streets and everything. Usually going downtown in the buildings in the office buildings for the city, the state, or whatever, government agency mostly, and they go out of town with that shit. At nighttime, you see that light trail of lights, red lights, going out of town with all the fucking money in the city. Whatever happened to the thing where these people had to stay in the city they worked in? They're taking what money the city has and taking out. I mean, look at... Uh, now, a lot of people going to be mad with me, but fuck you. I see money being wasted on Ukraine. And they want us to be happy when these Ukrainians didn't see fit to even help the blacks over the borders. 
in Poland and all of these other places that they fucking send taxpayer dollars to. Your money now, and you know who paid the most fucking taxes in this country, the poor man. They've got us fighting each other. They got us fighting against the Mexicans. They got us fighting against the Chicano. They got us hating the Mexicans coming over the border. I mean, what difference does it make? I know a couple of spots on that border where I could go look at on an Indian reservation and see it open. They come over all they want. I'm not telling nobody. But this country is so fucked up, and this will not last. This country won't last. It's about to bust open, and y'all don't even know it. You act like you don't know it. But this country's... Oh, my God, this country's fucked. And what I'm trying to do with this podcast is a couple of things. I want to tell this story of epic, epic malpractice laced with a little assault, a little fucking attempted murder, a little fucking racial uh, uh, profiling. And a lot of fucking ignorance towards the black problem. When I tell them they, I've got to leave, tell my uh, psychologist I got to leave. No, I, I it, Heather, <laughs> Heather was Vash. Now I got into Vash, and Ronnie fucked over me. Ronnie Davis, oh my God, they run such a corrupt system down there. But I got into Vash, trying to stay there for a couple of years, and got an apartment. But I ended up with a group of women. That was fucked up, too. You understand? Oh, I'm going to tell them about you, Martina, Deisha, Tammy. So, the thing is, I, uh, and, 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 oh, my God, that was fucked. But anyway, I'm going to tell a story. I first want to tell this story about how... After, I'm going to tell a story of what happened in that procedure room. Uh, I'm going to read the email that I sent out and then a long letter that I sent out um, to all of these different agencies and got minimum response. So I really think it's against the law. I really think it's a crime for a black man to report a crime against them. Uh, nobody believes me. Now, maybe if I was a Colin Powell or somebody else, they may believe me. But no, not here. And I just want to make, I mean, it's not even making the world aware. They know what's going on. They know full well what's going on in this country. And for them to not acknowledge this, a lot of people going to say, I'm not racist. Oh, yes, you are. You want an example? Okay. Y'all march with George Floyd. Oh, y'all went and out there and marched for George Floyd. Oh, that's what you thought. But the thing was, we weren't marching. And I didn't go out there because I knew what was going on. They tagged y'all ass. They, they took pictures of everybody out there. And sooner or later, you're going to get some shit. But the thing is, they went out there walking for George Floyd and a number of other people at times, different times. But when they find out the shit's more than about George Floyd, huh, 
It was about murder. A murder that keep happening. They step out. When they find out it was about police brutality, they step out. When they find out it was about systematic racism, they step out. They don't want to hear that. That's a danger to their livelihood. That's a danger to their pocketbook. That's a danger to their comfort of life. The comfort that they become accustomed to. Hell, they give us jobs, huh? We can clean up, take care of the children. We could teach them. We could advise them. And we advise on everything. Oh, we some of the best advisors they are. We could advise white people on everything. But we don't advise each other. We don't look out for each other. Matter of fact, <laughs> we're doing exactly what they want us to do. Kill each other. So, I say I'm approaching 45 minutes. My God, I didn't think I could go this long. Anyway, I'm going to close this out now. Uh, again, I'm Budo 666. Call me the devil if you want. But those magic numbers you should be watching out is that 999. I read a book some time ago, a long time ago. Uh, God, the black man, and the truth. <laughs> and they explain that shit about them numbers to you. Now, I do believe in a God. Jesus? Ooh, no. There was no Jesus back then in them days. There wasn't. There was a bunch of rebels. But Jesus is patterned after Orion. And I ain't talking about the rocket ship. I'm talking about the fucking uh, constellation up in the sky. The ones that chased the seven sisters. See, I went to college. I went to college to take courses that I was interested in. I never wanted to go to college for no degree or anything else because I always thought... When you get a degree, they make you take a whole lot of shit you don't have to take. And that's only to condition you to think a certain way. You won't question anything. You won't even dig deeper than what they give you. That's just like doctors nowadays. They're not doctors. They're pill pushers. If a pill don't take care of it, we cut it out. That's crazy. So, um... I just don't know. I, I, I just want to make a little money. So I get my ass out of this country. I want to travel the world. I've got my passport already. All I want to do is just leave and tell this story. Because I know once I start talking, I don't know if I'm going to be safe or not. I really don't. So I... Um, I hope you follow me for a minute. I hope you follow me for a minute, but um, you could cuss and do anything you want. It ain't gonna bother me. What I say is real. This shit's real out there. And um, their their hate for us is complete. And it's, it's unconditional. There is so much hate in this country, in this Western culture, in this world. How, how, how do you survive that? You don't. You can't. So I, uh, 
I'm going to just let it be known. Oh, well, I think I gave you a couple of tidbits about Orion. Yep. And uh, uh, Orion, okay, I should tell you about Orion. Orion, actually, the constellation. Make a progression through the sky each night, except for three nights of the year, three nights a year. Now, they took the god of night and flipped him over, made him the son of God. See, Jesus rose on the third day after dying, Orion died and then come back to life after the third day. He started his progression all over. That's ancient. This Bible is full of ancient writings. It's full of a lot of shit made up too. So uh, you got to be careful. Okay, I had to go pee. Still got an old man bladder. But I, um, I'm gonna end right now. Uh, I hope, I really do hope I can make a difference. And um, with what's going on in this world. <sighs> I ain't trying to be no leader. We know what the hell happened to them. So I just, uh, I just need to leave. And I think my verse stop's gonna be real soon after I drop this podcast, cause I don't really want nobody coming looking for me. Um, even out in the desert, I know they could find me. So, you know, to all y'all in desire, Calio, all them projects all over this world. Love y'all. Keep your head up and stop falling for the fucking rope of dope. Stop, please. Young men, we can't do this shit without you. Young women, we can't do this shit right without y'all. It ain't about money, no. It really not about money. It's about preserving your fucking legacies in a human fashion, not the fashion they've been giving us to live in. Think about it. Buddha all gone.